Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a global original podcast. Do you want to undo it? You, you actually want to undo your belt oh, in front of me? Oh, I won't. No, you can. No, it's fine. Well, no, we're, we're, we're good friends. I, I don't mind seeing, you know, your, your belt undone. I just feel like because we're not in I think if you go studios, two more buttons down, then I'd be concerned. <laughs> but if it's just the belt and the top button... I just start slouching. I can cope with that, but... I'm not being funny. All you've had here, so uh, hi, it's it's Don't Tell Your Mum podcast. I'm JK, that's Al. Uh, once again this week, we're we're live from, well, not live, actually, we're recorded from <laughs> our, well, my shed. From the man shed. So we're here. Uh, Chris is, is still back in his shed, and he is connected to us. Hi, Chris. Hello. There he is. <laughs> in his sauna shed. It does sound quite distant as well. <laughs> so we... This is actually this is this is a concrete shed. So this is a proper outbuilding, and Chris is in his wooden shed at his house. I think they're called a lodge. Look, he's in his lodge, his wooden lodge. <laughs> Say that again. It's a log cabin. Log. I love it when when there's interference. It's a log cabin. <laughs> <laughs> it's in a log cabin. Is that better? Not really. No, it's still it's still glitched. <laughs> we know what you mean, though. So we're obviously just testing out working from home due to the current situation. Yeah. We are, we're deciding to studio self-isolate and uh, we're liking it. Yeah. My my point was that you're undoing your top button already and all I've given you is a cup of tea and two custard creams. Yeah. And that's all it... It was the oat milk. Are you saying the oat milk has bloated you? Make me bloating. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Last week we didn't talk about it. We didn't have time because we just went on for too long. Uh, So what's happened in the last couple of weeks? I've only gone and got a camper van. He's bought a camper van. I mean, it's insane. I can't believe it. Honestly, I can't believe it. Oh, so, so happy. So it was what, two, three, four weeks ago we yeah. were chatting about, you know, should, yeah. should, well, first of all, we were chatting about should we go halves on a camper van? Yeah. But then I'm I don't, I'm not allowed to have a camper van yet until the kitchen <laughs> extension's done. Yeah. We, and I thought, I'm not going to wait around for that. It's been made quite clear. Uh and since then, you've gone and done it. Yeah. Well, do you know, it, 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 an opportunity presented itself. Too good to be true. And I just thought, YOLO. You thought what? YOLO. Is that the new name for your dog? <laughs> you, you only, only live, live once. once. Right? So yeah. I was like, do you know, let's just go, let's just go for it. And, I, and I'm so happy with it. So I need to ask lots of questions. Okay, I know you it. probably won't divulge how much it was. So I, I Not live. Not live, okay, but or pre-recorded. <laughs> but you got it pre-recorded, yeah. You you got it for a steal, absolute steal. So let's talk about. So it's what? How, how many years old? It's so it's an 06 plate. 06 plate. So it's what? Fourteen, 14 years old. Fourteen years old. 
Um, okay, and what's what's it come equipped with? So what's already in it? So it comes with a full width rock and roll bed. Yep, amazing. Rock and roll when the when the vans are rocking. Don't come knocking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Except this is going to be a family camp. It's family camp fun, yeah. Yeah. Um, it comes, it's got a table, it's got a little bit of storage, but I need to add, basically what I need to add is storage. Um, Have you got like a cooker and stuff like that? I'm going to add a little work surface. Yep. And then I'll just get a camping stove and put it on there. But what I'm thinking, this is, this is what I'm thinking. Yeah. Right, behind the seats, I'm going to put like a bench. Right. And then I'm going to have a pull out. So when you open the side door, you can, You've just you've just knocked the microphone spring. spring. <laughs> when you open the side door, you can then slide out an extra bit, and so you can cook outside. Okay. What if? What about if it's pissing it down? Well, then you cook inside. Okay. So yeah. that slides back in. Yeah, yeah. Slides in and out. So it didn't come with any cooker or anything like that, then. No. Okay. Because because so my original plan. We've talked about this. My original plan was to convert an empty van. Yeah. Right. No. But I knew that was never going to happen. No, don't do that. But I still then wanted something that I could. Add my own stamp to, yeah. my own design to. How does Jen feel knowing that you're about to do some DIY and try and get the van sorted yourself? Well, she, I, it's weird because the other day she she rung me from B&Q. <laughs> like, yeah. Which is weird already. Yeah, <laughs> She's yeah. even in b I like the way that this conversation has started. <laughs> yeah. And then she goes, hey, Al, um, by, by the checkouts in B&Q, they have a great big crate of offcuts of wood. And you can just take them and just put a donation in, like about a quid, doesn't matter what, just yeah. a donation. And she was like, you should get some for your van project. And I was like, she's invested. What the hell? What's going on? So she's fully invested. So then I was like, okay, she's on board. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. So so I think she's okay with it. That is incredible. I mean, she might not be okay when she sees the finished product. <laughs> it's like nails sticking out. And like, it's like sloping. Are you good at DIY? Well, I don't. I can't remember you being good at DIY. This is the thing; everyone says that, but that, I think the, the problem, <laughs> the problem is that a no one has really seen me do any DIY. Yeah, and b and that's and that's because of b. I'm just quite lazy. Uh, well, well, at least you know the self admission is good. I like yeah. that. It's like so. Jen's like, oh, can we paint the wall? And I'll be like, yeah, fine. And like because I will then not paint the wall. <laughs> She thinks it's because I can't do it. I can do it really well. You're lazy. But I just can't be bothered. <laughs> or like, um, like I was supposed to build Ted a treehouse last summer. Yeah. I built the base and then I just sort of thought, oh, no. So <laughs> <laughs> Got to the base? Yeah. What, so there was no wood involved? Yeah, no, there's a wooden base. Oh, it's a wooden base. Tree. So you didn't even do a concrete yeah, base it's a, it's to make more, sure it was safe. Yeah, it's more of a platform kind of tree. <laughs> so you, you made the wooden base. Yeah. And then that was it. Yeah. She so basically did some shit decking. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. In a tree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I can do it. I just don't know. If, I just can't always be bothered. <laughs> that's, that's that's the thing. So everyone then thinks I'm rubbish at DIY, whereas actually I'm all right at it. I'm not great, but I'm okay. This falls into the, the, the slight little dad lies, doesn't it? The little dad white lies. Yeah. Where it's like that guy that puts um, Phantom Knights in the diary, which aren't real yeah, nights exactly. out with the boys and goes, yeah. do you know what, babe? I'll cancel those tonight. Yeah, exactly. Don't worry, because I think we yeah. should spend some time together. Yeah. She's yeah. like, yeah, I think we should do the decking. I'll I'll, uh, I'll call someone in and I'll be like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's probably best. Probably best. <laughs> yeah. I'm perfectly capable. I'm not very good at this sort of <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah, And her, in the end, her dad did some decking. He's a joiner. And so he came around and did some decking. And um, and I <laughs> like this this image of my DIY ability is so strong. <laughs> Sorry. That- <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> making tea. Chris, who's who's supposed to be in his shed at his house, who's supposed to be overseeing this podcast, supposed to be working to make to make sure that uh, that we aren't saying anything we shouldn't say, so we don't get sued by yeah. people. Has just done this. I'm going to take a video. So there's there you go. There's Chris's shed and. He's just put a note up on his computer screen, on the camera, saying, making tea. Mate. I mean, that is the way. <laughs> Quality. Uh, so, yeah, he's a joiner. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and this image of my ability at DIY is so strong that I went out and offered some help. And, like, bearing in my, like, mixing some concrete or just holding something or cutting some wood or something like that. And he went, he looked at me and he went, nah, it's okay, I've got this. <laughs> And I was like, cool. Thanks. I ain't asking twice. <laughs> Tick the box of, of volunteering. Jen, yeah, oh, yeah, I did offer, but he said he was fine. Jen's like, okay, no worries. Cup of tea on the sofa. Jobs are good and done. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm all right at DIY when I want to be. All right. Now, uh, other questions about the camper van, which I'm sure other dads would like to know. What sort of condition is the van in? It's it's pretty good condition. There's no rust. There's no um, kind of structural um, repairs or anything like that. It's it's in good condition. Okay, um, next question. Yep. I think this one probably needs uh, a drum roll. Oh, Chris has come back from making tea, everyone. <laughs> is that there what the drum roll is? Hey! Yeah, and, a, got, and a biscuit. What biscuits has he got? He's got biscuits. He's got, what has he got? Hobnobs. He's got hobnobs! Sorry, the drum roll is actually for the camper van because, Al, this 14-year-old camper van that you've bought for a steel, which has got a bed in it, you've still got to put a kitchen in it, how many miles has it done? (laughs) Don't ask me that! How many miles has it done on the clock? Not many. When you say... Wait there. Hang on a second. I'm just getting this. Wait there. Uh, When you say not many, how many is not many? Well, only um, only 300,000. (laughs) 300,000! I mean, this is just... Woo! (laughs) Chris is shaking his head. 300,000 miles yeah. on the clock. Full service history. But in its early days, it was a um, pol- um, police and airport taxi. So it basically just went from airport lo- along the motorway. Who wanted to go, this, go to sleep in the back of a camper van well, whilst no, going to the airport? Convert. <laughs> Used to be a minibus. <laughs> Although, <laughs> there's probably a business there. I think so, yeah. Can you be strapped in lying down? <laughs> yeah. I bet you can. <laughs> So, uh, but are you happy? Yeah. Everyone's ready. So when's your first adventure? So we're going to take it out for a couple of evenings or a couple of days like this coming weekend. Oh, right. So where's the first port of call? Where's going to go down Hastings. So you're going to Hastings? Are you going to sleep in the van? No, no. So this is just like a, a day. <laughs> this is like day trips. All right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just base, eating it and just, you know, if you get wet in the sea or whatever, or whatever. You can get changed in it. Yeah. yeah. So and you've just bought a, you bought a changing room. <laughs> yeah, on wheels. <laughs> They used to have them in Victorian times, don't remember? Uh, did they? Yeah, they used to wheel them down on the beach and then uh, they'd get changed in privacy. Well, you could have just bought like one of those beach huts for that in Hastings. Honestly, beach huts are they're unbelievably ridiculous. expensive. I think the ones in Whitstable are like, they're like 30, 40 grand. Yeah, because yeah. Jen wanted one for her 40th and I looked into it. The cheapest I could find 
was something like 12 or 13 grand. Yeah, ridiculous. And it was in like um, Bogner or something <laughs> like that. I was like, like I'm not I'm not going to Bogner. Like, no offence to anyone listening in Bogner, but I'm not going to Bogner. Like, it's, a, it's a long trip. Yeah, and- it's a long trip. And, and, it's, and I want, you know, it's not exactly... Well, it, well, no, it's just not practical. Yeah, you're not spending twelve grand on a on a shed by yeah. the seaside, three hours away, to travel three hours. Yeah. It's just no. It's yeah. the, it can be defending Bogner. Yeah, I've I've done a lot of uni gigs in Bogner. Uh, good times. It's probably good for a, a uni gig. To be I fair. mean, really good times. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, that's good then. Yeah. No, really chuffed. So yeah, I've got a couple of day trips planned. I'm gonna do the uh, do the work, and then we've got a few festivels booked in. Yeah, as well. so oh, that, I'm so jealous. Yeah. I mean, I gen, but. I imagine I will get to... Uh... Listen, honestly, when if you want to just take it away for a night and take Noah or, or me and Ted and you and Noah, we can go away for a couple of nights ah. or a night. Let's just say the word, mate. That's what we're doing. Mate, I will absolutely genuinely... There are so many people right now that I bet are well jealous yeah. of you. Also, which reminds me, um, we are going to speak to uh, our friend, Stephen. Yeah who has bought a bus. Yeah. He's done it full job, bought a bus, and, you know, lives on... That's his home. It's his home, yeah. So it's their family's home. So we are going to catch up yeah. with them. We'll do sort of like a mini sort of episode with them. Yeah. So, some mini episodes. I like. have been messaging him quite a bit. Why? Because <laughs> are you getting tips to how yeah, to exactly convert like, the van? Uh, how do I attach this bit of wood? Where is he currently? I think he's currently in... Is he in Romania? Is it rather my Romania or something like that? I don't know. He messaged me. So he's back in two weeks and then we're going to sort of try and start um, doing the little mini episode. So that'll be nice. We should do like a coffee coffee chat, 10 minute eps with people. That's what we're going to do. Yeah, I think that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Chris, Chris in your shed, just finish your hobnobs. Nearly. Yeah, okay. Can you just note that down, please, for um, coffee chat? We can probably get a better name. Uh, But yeah. 10 minute interval eps. I don't know why we're recording this in um, campervan. Oh, we could, oh, we could do an episode in the campervan. <gasps> the campervan pod. Oh, oh you could just literally. Yeah, it's a good idea. Let's see. Let me find yeah. out where he is. Yeah, like, oh, he's like a little tour. Sorry, I found out Stephen's in Morocco at the moment. Morocco in his camper in, wow. in his bus. <laughs> Actually, did he take his bus to Morocco? I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. It goes everywhere. This bus. Yeah, yeah, it's insane. Yeah. Absolutely insane. But you know, it's all about memories. That's what it is. Like yep. getting this is just all about making memories with the kids. I totally agree. And I applaud you on your three hundred thousand miles camper van. Yes. It's definitely got another five thousand in it. Five hundred? <laughs> <laughs> Any advisors on the MOT? <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, let's do a confession, shall we? Welcome back to the confessional. Hang on, wait there. Chris is about to say something that, mate, you'll oh, make. Just, well, I thought you were in the middle of it, but three hundred thousand miles, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. on average, that's twenty-two thousand a year. Is this like? Is this like triggers room? he's got a point how much of it is is still the same camper van (laughs) yeah I mean it was originally red is Chris piping up from his shed his sauna shed but that's a very valid point have you bought Trigger's van (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) I bloody hope not please keep that in I like Chris being just down the line. Classic. It's good. We should, we should do this more often. Confession. That's what we're doing. We're doing a confession. Um, 
Firstly, if you want to send in your own confession, you can do that at dadsnet.com um, or hit us up on social media at the dadsnet. Um, yeah, this week, this is quite a serious one. I'll just put a biscuit in my mouth. <laughs> that's fine, that's fine. You just Sorry. say that, I'll read it, because it's, it's a few paragraphs as well. I'll put my mic down. So it's from Steve, uh, and he's on Instagram, at the Mingo family. So if you wanted to look at Steve on the, at the Mingo family on Instagram, go for it. It says, hi chaps, I have a confession. Our first child was born prematurely and had to spend the first three months of her life in the NICU, the Neonatal Intensive Care Unit. It was tough for my wife and I and probably one of the hardest things we've done. I used up my paternity leave whilst we were there and even ended up off sick. We had support from our friends and family throughout and generally managed to pull through. Once we had finally returned home, we had four days to ourselves before we invited both sets of parents over for a celebratory dinner. It was then agreed in advance that the mother-in-law would stay in the area for a few days to help out with taking my wife and the little one to various appointments over the next few days. Nice. I was on short shifts at work and it was originally stated to me that when I was home, she would not be there and she would stay with her family nearby, allowing us the time to enjoy our baby honeymoon. Unfortunately, that did not happen. She was there all the time. She stated that she would not move in and take over, but I felt more and more that this was happening. Now, I normally have a really good relationship with her, but this fell apart and somehow it's my fault. She has been there all, in capitals, all the time and didn't actually stay anywhere else as I had hoped. Even at midnight one night, on my bed playing with the baby while I'm trying to get ready for sleep and feed the baby. She told me I'm not helping when I was trying to sort the baby's bedtime outfit and baby was getting stressed because I was getting stressed. She has been quite possessive of, of the baby, rushing over to scoop up the baby when it was upset before I or my other half had the chance to do so. Just give her to me is said a lot by her to my wife, which I can see causes her distress, but she won't speak up and just feels awkwardly silent. My wife wants to around but I can see she's struggling and it's now getting between us now today after six days here she is due to go back home for a bit she was trying to arrange to come back in just three days I broke I spoke up and said how I wanted space for just the three of us to be a family and I didn't want anyone else moving in and taking over apparently I came across as rude because my mother-in-law retreated to another room in tears Despite saying throughout, just tell me if I'm overbearing, she got really upset and now I feel that I'm the bad guy for wanting some private time with my daughter. I've barely spent quality time with her yet. That's my confession. I hope you can forgive me for being so upfront and blunt, causing upset to the mother-in-law, but I just want some time with my newborn baby after all those weeks sat in hospital. Great podcast. Listen every week. Wish I had grew up on a farm too. Hey, have I told you that I actually used to yeah, grow up on a farm? Have I? Didn't I? Know that, yeah, yeah, no, I, I was quite fortunate enough to grow up on the farm. Ooh, well, what do you know? Mm. Yeah, I, I don't just forgive, but I actually applaud. And the only thing that I would say is you should have said it sooner. Yeah. Yeah, but we know what it's like. It's of course, if, of course. I, yeah. I'm I'm the kind of guy, genuine, believe it or not, that doesn't like confrontation. I can, if I can avoid it, I just I just will, just for an easy life. And I think you know a lot of people are like that. But in this circumstances, you have to kind of go. You just gotta you gotta just say it. Yeah, 
You've got to get it out there. And in such a poignant time in your life as yeah. well, when you're having your very first child. Yeah, you ain't getting that time back. You're not getting it back. Also, you know, you throw lack of sleep in there. You throw the stress of having a baby for yeah. the first time and thinking, what the frigging hell do I do? Because yeah. when you get home and you realise there's no nurses around, yeah. you go, crap, what do we do with this yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, And you've got a bond. You've got to get in there. You've got to get to know your baby. You've got to help your wife. You've got to support her. She's got to support you. Like, it's yep. hard enough when it's, when it's the pair of you, let alone when you throw in a mother-in-law or yep. a best friend or whatever. And don't get me wrong, you know, having the help of, you know, of grandparents is amazing. Yeah. And to have that knowledge that, you know, maybe, you know, maybe her mum had brought up five kids yeah. or whatever, so she knows her stuff. Yeah, of course. But there's got to be a point where you would think as well, wouldn't you, that the mother-in-law would actually go, think. this is your moment. I think I remember back to when I had my first child. And you do have to, you've got to, fi- you, you know, you can have as much help as what you want, but you've got to figure it all out for yourself, not just for yourself, but for your your setup, yeah, your, for unit, your family, your family unit. unit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and the thing is, yes, of course you want the help, but you have to set the boundaries. And I think there's, there is nothing wrong by saying, could you please come round, but... Only until six. And then yeah. when six o'clock hits, you say, it's thanks very much. Yeah. I'm going to get the bed to go. Do you want me to call you a cab? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shall I yeah. get your coat? <laughs> or, or, or the best bit is give her a lift back. Yeah. Because yeah. then at least you know it's on your terms and you can go. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. I, I, it's But it is difficult because you, you, you don't want to seem like you're ungrateful for the help that you're getting. Mm. And also you don't want to screw up your future babysitting. Yeah. That's well, very exactly. important. Yeah, but the thing is, right, with this is, yeah, she's going to be in tears right here, right now. Everyone in the family is going to be emotional because it's a new baby, premature, obviously a very hard time for, for the whole family. Yeah. So I get it. Everyone's very emotional. But... Tell her, set the boundaries, and in two months, it'll be a distant memory. Yeah, well, because but but the point is, is that right now is what counts when your baby is that young. You those first days are really precious. Yeah, like you want memories, you want photos, you want to be you. You don't want to have to worry about whether the spare bedroom's made up or anything like that. You just want to enjoy those early days. Yeah, and you're not going to get it back, but you can always. Um, repair a relationship in two months time six months time you can always do that That's and I think if we think back as well and even though you know that I had no, my kids were non-sleepers they yeah. did not sleep yeah. and I remember in the early days with, with Noah I can remember being on the sofa feeling absolutely like dead I mean, cl- feeling like I was actually yeah. not on this planet yeah. anymore. Yeah. Because uh, jet lag, it's got, having a baby that doesn't sleep has got nothing on jet lag. I mean, it, it is no. just so intense. But equally, I also remember those times of being sat on a sofa, you know, holding Noah, maybe trying to get in a little nap together, or maybe I was watching the Back to the Future trilogy whilst <laughs> I was, you know, burping him yeah. or whatever it was. And those times are really special. Yeah. Yeah, you feel like you need help, but actually that moment where I was knackered or, or and like Charlie the same but yeah I think she managed to smash through a whole couple of seasons of the affair or whatever it yeah, was at the time yeah. and and you have that precious moment with your child and and you you know I can remember looking at the the living room when either I was there or when Charlie was there or I'd got back home and the living room was an absolute tip there yeah. were like blankets over here there were nappies over there there was stuff over there there was you know there was cream everywhere there was baby grows but that was your moment yeah that's how you started off your family. Those are your, and they're treasured memories. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. But curtains closed because you didn't want, you want the yeah, baby to sleep right. and stuff. Yeah. I loved all that. I know. And imagine, and it wouldn't, you wouldn't have that same feeling if, if 
not just mother-in-law, but if, well, mainly if it's just mother-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> but you wouldn't have that same feeling if there was a, like a, another person in the house that wasn't in that immediate family unit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I, well done, We Steve. applaud you, Steve. Yeah, I think it's good. Stand, stand your ground and, you know, explain yourself and be polite and do all of that stuff. But yeah, stand your ground, mate. I don't think you're going to find many people that would, would yeah. disagree with you. Also, you have to kind of be in the corner of your partner. Yeah. And, you know, they're going to be very emotional um, and kind of loads is going on. And if you're not saying enough's enough, then for them on their behalf almost or on behalf of your family, then nobody will. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Um, if you want to get a confession in, uh, that was a really nice confession, actually. So if you want some some actual, not, I know that we always have a laugh with this feature where, you know, you, you beg for forgiveness or you do that. But if there's any sort of serious subjects that you want to approach as well on the confession hey that, I can be serious well, so, so can I <laughs> yeah, it's, it's my high pitched voice when I don't actually mean it thedadsnet.com uh, and there's a form there you can submit your confession and uh, hopefully we'll get to it at some point but thank you very much Steve and thank you for all your confessions that have come in uh, parenting subject this week is something I definitely I definitely do this because the older you get I remember my dad saying this to me and I was like dad are you serious? Why would you want to stay at home? You, you, why don't you just want to go out and do stuff? <laughs> My dad would make any excuse to stay at home. So coming next, excuses to get out of things because you want to stay at home. So what's the last thing that you wanted to get out of? What, to stay at home? To stay at home. <sighs> At the moment, because Noah's doing a lot of kids' parties, the good thing is, is yeah. that, because obviously sometimes siblings aren't invited, so Luna's two, Noah's five, so he's at that prime age of loads of parties at the moment. His social diary, I mean, is more exciting than mine, yeah. has been for the last six it's years. It's that first year of reception, that's it, why. Yeah, exactly. Every kid has a party, yeah. and every child in the whole class is invited. They're always invited, yeah. yeah. Year one, that starts to dwindle, by the way. But if, um, if siblings aren't invited as well, that means... I can stay at home yeah. with Luna. So at the moment, I'm having quite a bit of time at home on weekends with Luna, just drinking a few cans. So <laughs> What's Luna doing? Luna's just watching Peppa Pig. <laughs> and maybe Ben and Holly, because I prefer that. Yeah. Whilst you're sinking a few cans. I like oh, that. Well, you know, when the weather gets better, we'll be out in the garden. She'll be running around. I'll be sat in my deck chair like Daddy Pig. Yeah, drinking a few cans. Peppa Pig, drinking a few cans. That's what, I'm, I'm a dad. I'm allowed to do that now. What's, but what's the excuse? How do you get that? What doesn't Charlie say? Oh, I want to stay at home. Well, I don't know. Because I think because Charlie also is, like, because she's just the most incredible woman, she sorts my life out. But she does. She just sorts everything out. Like these, the, the presents, for the, <laughs> presents for the parties. Do you buy presents? No. Exactly. So Jen does all that. Yeah. So, and do you have to sort, like even things like when Ted, if he does hobbies or anything like that, who sorts the bag out to go to, to go out? Or who sorts his school bag out? Uh, well, this is the thing, right? I would sort it out, right? <laughs> because he needs to go with his book bag to school and his lunchbox, right? So yeah. I would sort it out. But if Jen wants to sort it out the night before, so it's all ready and laid out, fine. I hope my wife, Charlie, is listening to this because <laughs> that's exactly how I feel. Yeah. I can do it. It won't get done. But it, I, I it could, will. It will, but I don't... when I do it. Because you do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I don't understand. And then they're like, you're, you're never organised. I'm like, well, I've never, on the occasions where you haven't done it, he's not gone to school with no lunch. <laughs> like, he has a lunch. 
And they say, you don't do it right. I'm like, well, okay. So no, that's when she says, yes, Al, he has school dinners. <laughs> I go, oh. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Maybe you should take more control. <laughs> but like, that's the thing. Like, yeah, it, I will do it, but in my own time. Like, yeah. not on your schedule. But we do leave it to the last minute. Yeah. And that's what annoys that's them. That's what we do. Yeah, but don't complain about it. He's never been late. Yeah. I, t- I take him to school pretty much every day. Yeah. And he's never been late. There you go. Never. Sometimes he hasn't had shoes, but, but never late. <laughs> <laughs> What's oh, no. No, that reminds me. Oh. Sorry. I'll, I've, I'll, this is going off subject. I know. But sorry. We've got the, to do this as a feature. Oh, this podcast is a hash. Come on. Right. We've got to do this as a feature because something happened today and you have just reminded me where it is. Here we go. I want to do school run conversations whilst getting kids out of cars. Because right. this is brilliant. And the reason being, what you've just said, one of the conversations I heard the other day was, um, where's your shoe? <laughs> yeah. And this kid went, this kid went, I left it at home because you said we've got to go now and we were very, very late. <laughs> Quality. <laughs> <laughs> and the mum's like, oh, I did say that. I so, did say that. Because she said that, he basically just had one shoe on because they were very, very late. Yeah. He was like... Perfect logic. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect logic. So, yes, we need to we need to do that. Yeah. Right? Conversations you hear on the school run. Yeah. Well, there was one time when we were taking Ted to the school run and I got out of the car, opened his door and he wasn't in his seat. <laughs> and at that point, I, I didn't forget him. <laughs> I was looking for him and he was on the parcel shelf. What was so he t- he climbed onto the parcel shelf in in the boot. Yeah. And was just hiding tight up against the thing. So what did he just take himself out of his out of his chair? Yeah, we parked. Yeah. Unclipped himself, climbed into the back thing. <laughs> Kids. So then someone walking past would have heard me say, "Ted, can you get off the parcel shelf?" Please? <laughs> Please come off the parcel shelf. <laughs> right, let's do some of these then. So, uh, excuses to get out of things if you want to stay at home. Um, you've got the list there, haven't you? Yes. So these these are some these there's some there's some corkers in here, and I'm. I'll tell you what we'll do. I'll read them out, and you tell me whether they would work on with Charlie or not. Okay. Okay. There's a weird man in my yard playing basketball. No, because that's definitely American. <laughs> because I swallowed a bird. No. I'm in England, boss. I'm visiting my dad. This is American too. <laughs> uh, my finger is stuck in a bowling ball. American. <laughs> Are these all from America? <laughs> I guess so. My boss won't get off my back. I have to have this insert something important by tomorrow morning. You see, I could get away with that because I would just say, um, I've got to do a live link up with Al yeah. for the podcast. So I've got to be in the studio okay. uh, all weekend. Okay, I love you. She wouldn't. She wouldn't go for it, but that's one that I could use. But yeah, it, it, it's a possible. Possible. Uh, I must have eaten something off. I have an upset tummy. Tap ass is lo- tap ass life is real. <laughs> no, that would never go down because I think as long as Charlie has known me, I've never had any sort of illness due to eating. What about when you got chicken stuck in your throat? Apart from the chicken stuck in my throat. <laughs> well, you've never had tap ass life. You mean as as in, like the shits? Yeah, like. No, tap not really. When I went Arse to Egypt, passes the tap very good. Um, Egypt, I think, was a bit dodge, but yep. that was earlier on. My, my stomach's hardened. I used to live on a farm. I haven't told you that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what about? I totally forgot about insert fictional friend coming into town, and I have to clean the house. Um, no, that wouldn't work. No, no, because you're my only friend. Diarrhea, because it's so embarrassing. No one will ever question you. 
Yeah, but that, you that, can't. that always works. Yeah. Yeah. But again, you know, if I have too much coffee, I get the shits. So. <laughs> Um, <laughs> this, this, this one's good if they're out right? the doctor just called and he needs me to go in and get some test results bit worried we'll text later that would work <laughs> but then it would call mass hysteria wouldn't it yeah oh I'll tell you what, I'll cancel and I'll come with you <laughs> oh, no no I, just, ah. <laughs> um, I drank some old beer made me sick nah I wouldn't go that wouldn't work my bed broke the bed broke last night and I'm stuck in it <laughs> no that definitely wouldn't work that would just cause more suspicion <laughs> yeah um, a chicken attacked my mother that's just shit uh, I'm sorry for being a shit person but really I just can't be fucked <laughs> <laughs> see that's what we should do yeah I'm, I'm sorry I'm a shit husband but I just want to stay at home yeah. all weekend and I kind of want to watch box set and drink beer yeah that's what I want to do. Just be honest, straight up. I think that's the future. There you go. So there's the there we, there we go. We've come to the conclusion where, in fact, if you want to get out of something and just stay home, then just be honest. But what is the one that you have used and it has worked to get out of doing something at the weekend so you can just sit in your pants on the sofa and drink beer? Well, Jen doesn't really know what my job entails. <laughs> Like bits of it. Like she knows here I'm recording a podcast, so things like that. So she kind of gets that, but she doesn't really have a full grasp of everything that goes into it, right? Not just the podcast, but everything that goes into uh, digital media and publishing stuff and making content and working, getting brand deals and all of that kind of stuff. She doesn't really know what goes into all of that kind of stuff. Should we stop this conversation because she listens? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she'll know afterwards, to be honest. You're just using like big yeah. sort of media wanker yeah, words. Exactly, exactly. But the but but the point is is that she so so as a result and there is a lot that goes into it. Yeah, there is. There yeah. is an awful lot. I love that caveat. <laughs> but because of that, I can kind of say, oh, I've really got to do something. I've got to get a, a pitch in or I need to write a brief or I need to follow up on some email. You know, and she'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, cool, cool. <laughs> Wicked. Netflix. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? So there's that. that's probably my sort of go-to. I've never really used it that much. Yeah. Um, but I probably won't be able to use it ever again That's now. it now. Yeah, we've, we've screwed that, haven't we? <laughs> yeah, thanks, JK. But it's good to know that, you know, as dads, we do just want to, at the weekends, not necessarily do much. We don't really want to take our children on adventures yeah. and, you know, give them the yeah. the, the actual expertise yeah. and zest for life that yeah. they need. We just want to stay at home in our pants. I'll, t- I'll tell you a good one. <laughs> so we have a guy called Paul who works, does some work for dads now. Yeah. And um, we will sometimes be sat in the office and be like, hmm, <laughs> Should we go and have a liquid lunch? <laughs> this is a pub next door. Yeah. And um, and then if Jen, like I will always tell Jen where I am, always, you know, I've got nothing to hide. But I'll always, so she'll ring me up and she'll be like, oh, hi, what, what are you doing? I'm like, um, me and Paul just having a meeting. <laughs> <laughs> You're screwed now. Yeah, she'll be like, where are you? I'm like, oh, we're, well, we're in the pub, but we're, we're we talking are, but, about work. Yeah. Because it's it gets a bit boring in those offices and those four walls. You just need to stretch our legs. Stretch our legs, get a different bit of yeah. scenery. Ten yards. You know, get the creative juices flowing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Signal was bad, isn't it? Really? Terrible signal, terrible. <laughs> That's always a good one. But yeah, yeah. Right, do we have any do we have any um tech this week? Shh. Don't tell your mum. 
this week, uh, this is quite geeky and quite techy and quite 80s, which obviously I quite like. It's quite you, isn't it, really? It is sort of me. Yeah, all I need to be doing right now is wearing my Back to the Future or Top Gun t-shirt, which I'm not. Uh, so have you ever heard of pocket engineering? They're, they've got these like little, um, they look like calculators. It's all, the company's called Teenage Engineering. Hmm. And basically these little, they, they honestly look, there's, there's a picture there, they look like calculators, don't they? Yeah. But each individual one of these are like, let's say a synthesizer or a drum machine or a bass unit. And you can actually link all these together to make your own sort of studio. Right, that's cool. It's fantastic. You know, the other week we talked about how um, there was a, uh, we did a USB uh, sound card. Yeah, yeah. Well, you could actually use that to use this and make your ultimate studio. Yeah. A pocket studio. Yeah. So for instance, the one we're looking at at the moment, right? So you can, let, let's go down to uh, rhythm. So there's a drum machine there. 55 quid it is, but you can do, they do deals so you can get like three yeah, for yeah, yeah. 100 or something like that. But yeah, so you put all these together and you get a little like you get a little home studio. You can make your own music. But how cool is that? Are they aimed at teenagers? Obviously called teenage. What's it called? Teenage what? Teenage engineering. So are they aimed at teenagers? Um, I think. Well, yeah. I, I'll tell you what. Maybe not aimed at teenagers, but accessible to. I'd say teenagers to use yeah but I would be interested in something like this yeah yeah of course but the the reason I say that is because on the curriculum nowadays with education like things like coding and music tech and programming and all of that kind of stuff is coming is becoming much more prominent yeah and so if there are tools like this that either schools could use or kids could use to support their learning in school then that's obviously going to be really useful I think this these will be amazing in schools yeah they really would because they just they look a bit quirky they look, they look a bit yeah. old school sort of Game Boy you, you know what I mean fit it in your pocket it's like they're small aren't they yeah yeah you can definitely fit in your pocket yeah look, look, that's, how, that's how cool they are mm-hmm. so they do loads of different little versions which are some like the synthy sort of plinky sounds yeah. so, you've got a bass one you've got um, a, a drum machine one I just think they look really really fun it's can, we get, can we get a demo well, I can, we can try and get a demo. Chris, uh, I think, will, uh, he's, obviously, he's not a very busy man at all, so he might try and get some for us. <laughs> yeah, that, He's not making tea anymore, is he? He gave us a dirty look. Um, so, it, it's, so basically, off the website now, a wall of sound in your pocket is yeah. where they're sort of putting it, placing it. And pocket operators are small, ultra-portable music devices, studio-quality sound, and the flexibility to make music on the go, affordable for everyone and compatible with all other music gear. For an impossibly cheap price from, they start from 49 quid. Yeah, that's decent. I mean, how cool do they look, though? Can I play this? Is that all right? Cool. Yeah. I'm digging it. He's adding another one. So he's playing this like a calculator. He's playing pumped up kicks. Put the arcade on there. So currently playing is the office, the sub, the rhythm, the arcade, and the factory. There's one more to go. That's good. There's one more to go. Plug it in. Play it. This is cool. Here's one he hasn't played yet, though. Yeah. Come on, mate. Here we go. Here it is. Robot. 
That is cool. Yeah. They're good. There you go. That gives you a rough idea of what you can do with these little, uh, these, these these pocket yeah. sort of things. They're great, aren't they? That is that is cool. There'll be a link in the description for the teenage engineering pocket operators. There's a selection of them. I mean, just listening to that. Yeah, that is I, cool. I, I want it's one. It's quite inspiring. I want one. You don't want one. You want six. I want six. <laughs> <laughs> I want one. You want, you want all six. Uh, that is us done. Thank you for listening today. If you want to get a confession in, uh, dazzer.com. It's that easy, is it? It's that easy. Well, you actually have to then go to Dad Podcast and then fill out a form. So it's not that easy, is it? Well, it is easy, it is but easy. there's more to it. Uh, don't forget to rate, download, and subscribe us. You can get it. You can get it on all wherever you get your podcasts from. Uh, also, don't forget to check out Global Player as well. Uh, in the meantime, until next week, thank you. And <laughs> was that your goodbye? That's a goodbye. And while she did that stretch, that reminds me. Can can you please do your belt and your top button up? Well, <laughs> <laughs> before I go out in public. Yeah, please. <laughs> Damn, I shouldn't have told you. <laughs>